Yo, yo, yo. What it do, baby? So anyways, let's go ahead and start our topic of Black Mambas versus uh, yes. Gorilla in the Mambas. <laughs> Five Black Mambas, to be precise. Five Black Mambas versus one Gorilla. Which one would you rather have in a mall with you if you had to survive 24 hours? We this already have a, our answer. This is a completely original idea. We came up with this completely on our own and not via never any other. Before, never before heard. I just made this up just now. And I Two thought seconds it'd be a good ago. topical to discuss. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the answer is the Black Mambas. And if you disagree, uh, argue with your mama, not us. Cause, uh, exactly. You're, you're definitely smoking something. <laughs> if you shop. disagree, unsubscribe. <laughs> unsubscribe. We can't have <laughs> ignorant listeners. Okay? <laughs> I mean, there's only so much knowledge we can provide yeah. for you. At some point, you guys have to accept responsibility, go and educate yourselves. And, some, you know, discover yourself. At, at some point, they need to just break out of the matrix. You know what I'm saying? Just break out of the <laughs> no. matrix and just it's take control much. of your own life. It's not even breaking out of the matrix, right? The matrix is targeting them. Oh, that's crazy. They're trying to yeah. put you in the matrix. Right now, you're out, but they're going to put you in, and then <laughs> life is going to become better because you're going to be in the matrix, right? Isn't that how it works? The matrix life is actually good or is life just normal? Life is normal because they wanted to, they wanted it made like a seamless transition to the matrix, basically just so that way you can get farmed for a uh, battery power for robots. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot. I mean, bro. So. Okay. You, you, have right. you seen the matrix? I have. It's been a long time. Yeah. So they, they were like in the real world. Basically. It was worse. Yeah, it was a dystopia. There was no, there's no people. There was like so, a few people that escaped and were mm-hmm. formed a mini society. But for right. the most part, it's just robots that are farming. They're using humans as like life juice, right? right. Grinding us up for battery acid or something. Honestly, let me stay in the matrix. Why? You think I'm going to take on some robots? But like, not, I don't have magic. Neo has magic powers, right? Yeah, he's. I don't know. What I am I? I'm just some yeah, Joe Schmo, so you telling me, you telling me I want to break out the Matrix and live in this fucking dystopia <laughs> in hell, basically, <laughs> <laughs> as a normie? Yeah, but you're you're fighting for it's it's about freedom, you know. You're fighting against the robots so you can free all of humanity. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be a trailblazer. Well, I'll tell you right now, if today, some, right now. some switch turned on and it was like, oh, you're just. You're just in this. You're in the. You're out of the matrix now, and now you mm-hmm. can fight for your freedom. Mm, I'd say I give myself maybe 24 hours. If we're talking about you know, you know, Skynet network of robots. First of all, uh-huh. they got my ass. Where can I go? The only shit. All my knowledge comes from the internet, so I'm already in shit. I probably won't know shit anymore because all my knowledge comes from what I know from the matrix. Right. That's true. So if I get out. What do I know? Nothing. They don't, they've been feeding me lies, I'm sure. I don't know anything. That is very I true. I have no superpowers. I have no I have no weapons. All the weapons, I'm sure, will be connected to the internet anyways. I mean, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? You're, gonna, you're supposed to go out and build a gun, and then yeah. you blow up and the then, robots. And then I'll blow up the robots. Guess what? Even if I win, all right? Yeah. You're telling me I, we have to rebuild society from ground up. Yeah, you got to free society. every single person. All 7 billion people. You got to free them from all their little pods, too. Got to free all these people from their pods. By the time I free everybody, You're my dead. life is over. I'm done. <laughs> I'm dead. So, quite frankly, I don't want anything to do with this. Just keep me in the okay, matrix. Okay. Where 
where I have a chance to, you know, you know, do well for myself and die like a normal person. But wouldn't you want, you know, from a selfish standpoint, wouldn't you want to mm-hmm. get out of the matrix so that way you can be in a position where you can choose how you go into the matrix than the same sense that they did in the in the uh, movie? Because you know how when they got out, of, they brought Neo <laughs> out of the matrix. Okay, then they like put him in the little chair, and then like they were able to program him from oh, from the him. outside world. He was like, yeah, okay. okay, let me go ahead and give you a kung fu. Uh, I'm going to yeah, teach you this, the, teach you like, that. The boost, the cheat code, yeah, basically. give you the cheat codes for the matrix. Would you want to do that? Uh, I mean, see, I mean, yes, but only with the caveat of like, all right, now that I got the cheats, just leave me in, bro. Don't mm. take me out. I don't want to be cheat code to, you know, support the cause. Got I just want to stay in. You're trying to be in there. Yeah, because you got to be careful with that because if you don't remember that one, spoilers for the matrix if you haven't seen grant, this 20 year old granted movie. i don't remember anything from this movie so as you're saying i'm like oh yeah okay I, I you're like oh, okay you remember yeah. the yeah. one dude yanks the little thing out that one uh or like two people's necks basically mm-hmm. and so they killed him in real life so they died in the matrix too wait a sec they yanked it oh, out wait. Of, like some life it's support you know how like <laughs> you know how like if you were to just yank your computer yeah, uh, <laughs> the the power plug out, and then it probably yeah, yeah. brick all the files in your computer. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And those oh, motherfuckers okay. died in real life because they died in okay. the Matrix or something. I don't know. That's crazy. So you you'd be at risk of that. That's the only risk, pretty much. Being in the Matrix, though, what is you that what you're saying? The the risk would be like somebody could pull my power plug out, and I die in real life. You die in the real life and in the Matrix. Well, that doesn't mean that means nothing to me because if I'm only in the Matrix. What do I give a shit about real life for? I mean, yeah, but then you always have to be stressed. You never know who's, somebody's who's, about who's to pull your plug. My, who's pulling mine? There's 7 billion people. Where the odds my power plug gets pulled? Well, Honestly, you you know, the whole in? data center goes down. Look, look, okay. The whole data center goes down. <laughs> but where are you plugged in, though? Because like, they were on a ship. Know. They were on like, a, a ship somewhere. There's only like three little slots that you can be slotted, like, slotted into. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, that means you have to have ultimate trust. And like, let's say it's just me, you, Matt, and Jose on this uh-huh. damn ship. You trust uh-huh. all three of us to not pull your plug? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought you were saying the robots might pull my plug. Well, that too. The robots could find nah, us, blow our I ship just, up. But I don't want to I don't I don't want to be involved in this. I want to be back where everybody else is. You oh, okay, okay. You want to be in the pod zone. And get yeah, I want to be in the like, regular pod zone. You want to be in the in the in the fact in the farm factory. Yeah, I want to be in the farm factory. Okay. Don't take me out. Don't be don't so you increase my risk. cheat codes. Okay. No, I don't okay. I mean that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, we'll figure it out inside the matrix. You know? Okay, we'll figure it out. Interesting. Uh, anyway, I guess we can. I guess <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the pre-show, bro. Yeah, that's pretty much the pre-show. Give us a quick update of what you've been up to. Um, nothing much. Got a finally got the paddles for my uh, Xbox Series X controller. Seriously? Uh, oh yeah, I forgot you got one of those. Yeah. Where did you say that last week? I think I said it back. I said that around uh, Christmas time. Oh, okay. But okay. I didn't Have mention you used it at all. I use it, you know, pretty much exclusively now. Um, but now that I have the paddles, I'm going to start, you know, learning how to how to operate with that. Mm. You know, did you um, did you have like the core controller and then you bought the paddles? Yeah, mm. I only really got the okay. core controller, and uh, I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to try. I want to try out the paddles. See how mm, it goes. Okay. okay. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, I like the I like yeah. the core controller itself. It got some good heft. Yeah, for the heft sure. alone is 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 good for me. It feels nice and solid. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, what else going on? 
Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I need to go watch some movies, bro. I'm so behind. Like, I just need mm. to watch. I need to see Puss in Boots and Avatar. Yeah, I'm planning on seeing Avatar this weekend. So stay tuned for my review. What about Puss in Boots, bro? Have you seen the, like, I've seen, seen the seen animation. The, the animation. I've seen, I've seen, I've also seen somebody say the plot is like F tier plot with like A, A plus tier animation. They're That's like, enough the plot for is me, even bro. worse than the last one or something. I'm like, wait a <laughs> what second. What happened in the last one? I don't know. 2010? Like I don't know what happened in the last one, but I'm like I don't know if I can sit through no doo doo plot in the theater. I might as well just watch it at home. Interesting, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Last Puss in Boots movie was 2011, so I'm like, I mean, I don't really care. I just want to see the animation. One thing I will say is I saw the new Ant Man trailer, mm-hmm. the the newest Ant Man trailer. It got me hyped. The You're other Ant Man okay. trailers didn't really do it for me. I was like, mm, I can't really tell what the tone is. You know, they ain't showing enough of Kane. This new trailer, I was like, okay, okay, okay we got, we're cooking up a little plot here. Hopefully, it'll be good. Uh, you know, they kind of sold me with Multiverse of Madness. Uh, definitely wasn't as good as I was Whoa, hoping it would be. Okay, I see. That's so uh, we'll see what Ant Man has up the sleeve. I'm a, I'm I'm a little wary of the plot personally. It's seeming to okay. me like they're pulling another. Spider-Man, uh, what's the last one? No Way Home? No Way Home? Yeah. Or the one where... Yeah, the, the all, crossover yeah. with all the Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It seems like they're pulling another situation there where it's like, it feels to me like the events of the movie are caused by silly actions. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole like I motivation see. from that I'm picking up from the trailer is like Kang is, you know, enticing Ant-Man. Like, dang, bro, you missed out on five years of your daughter's life. Don't you want that yeah. back? And I'm like, yeah. Is that like five years? I mean, like, see, something was... I've heard, all right, is okay. that there's a, there could be, and this might not happen. I agree. The five years thing is like a little flimsy. Yes. Yeah, I did hear That's that the right word. Uh, it might be a misdirection. I hope Misdirection so. is like his, his mom or whatever. I don't know. Like the other, oh, the older lady who yeah, was yeah, trapped yeah, yeah, in yeah, the. Yeah, yeah thing he's he's actually trying to cut a deal with her which would be crazy if it was like oh she she got finesse but we'll see okay if if they're misdirecting me like that misdirect me i like that but if if i'm if it's if they're giving it to me how they gave it in the trailer i am mildly excited i'm excited to see jonathan majors because i think he's he's the goat um and also i like ant-man as a character but mm-hmm. plot wise, I'm like, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I saw a tweet like not too long ago, like an hour ago, that said, like, once somebody in the MCU, like a VP or something, said, like, this movie is will be just as important as like Civil War was to the, okay. like, the Avengers. Which, if that's true, if that's actually true, and it's really like bringing all these events, basically setting all these events in motion, um, then I'll be hyped for sure if that's the case. Why was Civil War important again? Like I remember I mean, Civil War. And that was the we, whole. We're 11, okay. We're, we'll talk off. We'll line. talk off. We'll talk about, okay, we're, okay. We're, we're eleven minutes in. Talking. We're about to get to another ten minutes talking about Marvel. Civil War. Marvel podcast. Civil War might be one of my favorite. Yeah, it was good. Marvel movies. I just don't remember too. its importance. Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. But uh, on my side, not a lot going on. Um, been watching Severance. Apple TV nice. has been a solid show. 
been a solid show. Uh, other than that, just just some work, just some work going on. Was on call last week. Um, yeah, a lot of work. That's all. Nice. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the main show, shall we? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 236 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsen? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the, the Nostalgist, Arsen Lakpa. Ah, everyone, I just want to take a moment real quick to just, you know, let's, let's take a little trip down memory lane, okay? Back to the year 2005, when the world's greatest game was released for the PlayStation Portable. That's right, everybody. I'm talking about Tokobot, the original Tokobot game for PSP. Don't you guys just have the the the, the memory flooded in your brain when you saw Tokobot in GameStop, you went to go pick it up. You put, you popped that bad boy in your PSP and you just started playing. You started slinging those robots around. You started running around solving puzzles. Wasn't that just the best? Am I right, everybody? No. Oh, I guess that was just me? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sorry. All right. Well, just a quick reminder, everybody, if you want to help support the show, you can go to playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page, visit our Kofi link. Actually, you don't even have to do that. All the links for social media, for donations, all that stuff are in the description of the podcast. So just check that out. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to the show. Make sure to rate the show five stars on your platform of choice, whatever platform you're on right now. Um, unless you're not on Spotify and or iTunes, if you're not, go to one of those platforms. Raise five stars will help a lot. Um, so let's just kind of get into the topic of the show. Last week, we did our game of the year, top 10 games. Um, and we both listed off our top 10 games of the year. Uh, we all know how that went. If you don't, that means you missed the episode. Go back and listen go to it. Go listen to one. it. This week, though, I wanted to talk about some of the games we played Uh that didn't actually release in 2022 that we really enjoyed um, by the time we hit the end of the year. So any game that you played, let's just say between now and the beginning of 2022, if there's anything that didn't actually release that year, that was fun. This is going to be our episode to kind of talk about that. So, so the old games that we didn't originally give their due when they release, we do it properly this year. Um, I have a list because I always track my the games I've completed on uh, the GG app. Okay. Uh, so I, I definitely have a couple I want to talk about. Uh, do you have your GG app? Do you know every game you beat this year? Do you track that somewhere? I do track it. Um, let me go ahead and pull mine up as well. But I have my first game off the top of my head, though. Okay. I'm interested in hearing it. Are we ready? We're ready for me to just get right yeah. into it? So, Why don't you hit us with it? I'm going to take you guys back to January of 2022. Um, you know, I was looking forward to the sequel to this game coming out the next month, and that is Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Mm. I had finally picked up Horizon Zero Dawn for the sole purpose of playing through it before Forbidden West came out. I was, you know, seeing all the hype for Forbidden West, seeing all the PlayStation showcases that, you know, beautiful uh, little uh, gameplay footage that they were showing. I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to sink my teeth into the series. Um, so I went ahead, copped Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it was uh, one of the Steam sales. I played it on PC, by the way, but I did still use a controller, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I played through it, and I had a pretty good time. You know, I thought it was like better than I. It was better than I was expecting. I don't know what was holding me back from the Horizon series. I think I've mentioned this before, but like I was very hesitant to hop on Horizon at all. Like you know the the whole. Uh, I don't know, futuristic primal shit was not like enticing to me. It wasn't enticing enough mm-hmm. for me. Um, but for some reason, I seeing the footage for the sequel had me got me uh, hooked a little bit. So I had to play through the original. Um, had a great time playing it. Let me see. What else did I, I'm trying to think of other like, you know, first impressions I had of the game. The story was surprisingly more compelling than I thought it would be as well. Like that's what that's why I'm that's why I'm locked in on the story now. That's why I'm ready for Horizon Three at this point because I'm mm-hmm. immersed, bro. I want to know what's going on with Ayla. I want to see how she continues to save the day, continues to save the world. Yeah. Gameplay, on the other hand, was was all right. There were a couple of little uh, things that I'm like, okay, this definitely feels dated, um, and you know, could stay in 2017 or whenever the hell this game originally came out. But yeah, the story for sure. <laughs> uh, got me got me captivated and yeah that's my that's my first game that i played through cool i agree i think uh the story for horizon forbidden west is kind of like the selling point like where you get like the big reveal of like what's actually going on or what actually happened and how that ties into everything i think that's super cool and it was my motivation to like see things through going into the second game um the game on my list that i want to shout out uh i also played pretty early in the year um and this one was pretty dope before your eyes all right this is the Mm. game i don't know if i talked i had to have talked about it on the podcast but basically the premise is you are the soul in the afterlife you're about to go between you're about to go to this like i don't know this this judgment this this trial i don't know if it's a trial it's like this time of judgment and you're basically being ferried by uh not chiron but like this little fox guy he's like oh yeah you're about to go get judged so uh, what we're gonna do is you know you know uh look through your memories so you, you know we have a full picture of what's going on and you're a little like as a soul you're like a little ball of light effectively so you don't have arms or hands or anything like that so they're like all right so the way you like progress through your memories is you'll just blink and that's how you that's how we'll know to skip to the next memory so the game uses webcam tracking um, (laughs) to actually look at your eyes and like you calibrate and everything and that is the game like you have you are this character and you start like going through your memories but every time you blink you fast forward through time so it was like this really fun moment of like, you know, you know, looking at these memories, thinking, oh, this is cool. You can turn your head and everything and see around. But as soon as you blink, you skip forward. So it's kind of this game of like one is pretty innovative and I think it was pretty interactive, but also like 
it has the interesting aspect of you're watching a scene and you're like, oh shit, this is this is getting good, and you ha- like really have to keep your eyes open or you'll blink accidentally oh, no. like fuck like what did they just say like i just missed it or like you'll 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 want to go back and see the memory but it's like oh there's nothing it's you can do late. wow and the story is like very surprisingly emotional like it definitely ramps up and the way it ends i think is just super beautiful super impactful um it's a pretty short game it's only like a couple hours um so I've been trying to get Amanda to play. Hopefully, this will be the year where she will play it, because um, I think it's I think it's a very unique game, and I don't I don't know if I would say I would say pretty much a must play if you're a fan of like just interesting stories and stuff. It's not like the most bombastic like game, but it's, it has a really great story. It's kind of like on that Florence vibe, where if you liked Florence, if you like kind of the story they're delivering, I would say this story kind of maybe two axes that or, or three axes that in terms of like the overall hmm. experience. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I definitely need to hop on this one. I know you've talked about it, you know, many a time in the past and I, I keep, I'm sleeping on it, bro. It's you not before sleeping. my eyes right now. The reason I like even played it is because I was on a game of the year, uh, like podcast episode with Jacob McCourt and Luke Lewis. And both of them were, had the, had it on their top ten list of twenty twenty one. So I was like, all right, I guess I gotta go and figure out what's what what's up with this game. So yeah, that's gotcha. gonna be my first one before your eyes. Nice. And it's only ten bucks. Come on, y'all. Steal. Go and pick it up when you get a chance. That's your first one. Nice. Um my second one is gonna be uh Trover Saves the Universe. Oh, you played it? Yeah. I thought I, I think I mentioned it briefly. I probably I forgot I, it. It was uh because I got my quest uh, for my birthday in 2021, right at the end of 2021. So I'm, you know, picking up games. I'm doing, you know, playing X, Y, and Z or whatever. Then I decide, okay, let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and slide on on Trover once the once the new year started. And uh, it's kind of complete opposite from uh, before your eyes. It's you know an irreverent <laughs> story. Nothing yeah. important happens. It's just more uh, Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland style comedy. Um, I think the the plot is you're like a what was the name of the the species? You're like a charian or something because you're you're sitting in a chair. They really uh, play into the whole VR setup thing where you're like supposed to be stationary, right. um, but you're able to control Trover. I think yeah, who is like this like little little guy. Then you just go around. It, it's basically like a hack and slash action beat 'em up, um, mm-hmm. but you're playing it from a VR point, uh, perspective, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very uh, interesting way to uh, set that up. Honestly, gameplay wise, might be more. It's definitely more innovative than High on Life was. You know, High on For Life sure. was uh, you know just your standard sh- shooter, which I, um, and it was very was kind of unimaginative in that sense. Um, but yeah, this one great time obviously if you don't like that rick and morty style of humor once again I'll, I'll warn you stay away from it it's not for you but if you like if you enjoy taking time out of your day to listen to somebody ramble on for two minutes about just the, the most irreverent conversation in the entire world this is the game for you okay yeah i, I remember doing vr at pax west like some years ago and like Every VR experience I've done pretty much made me sick, except Beat Saver and Trover Save the Saves the Universe. Nice. I really loved the the VR experience when I played Trover. So, um, if I ever get a VR helmet, 
at any point, I will be playing through Trover. Let's go. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. And, you know, it's you know not very expensive and uh, yeah, very low impact. Obviously, you know, since you're sitting in you're sitting in your chair, you're not meant to be moving around and flailing your arms around and shit. You're just, you know, con- pressing the buttons on your VR controller. Right. Or your little hand controllers. You know what I mean? Uh, so the next one I want to talk about is one I won't spend too much time on because I know I've talked about it in the past. But this would have been easily in my top five games of 2022 if it had came out this year. And that is Life is Strange True Colors. Ooh. Life is Strange True Colors game that was on Game Pass. Heard a lot of good things about it coming out of like the Game of the Year discussions in 2021. Um, and I decided to play through it. And I was amazed at how much I ended up loving this game. Um, the story in a pitch just seemed so dumb to me um, where you play as a character who's like if people aren't familiar in the original life is strange games, your character had the power to rewind time. And in this game, your power is like feeling emotion, like feeling people's emotions. And I was like, what kind of like basic ass shit is that? Um, (laughs) But the writing is really, really good. And they use the power in really, really creative ways. So like, not only does this character feel like can sense people's emotions and feel what they are feeling, but they can also basically read people's minds uh, or the characters, Alex Chen, and she can read people's minds based on those emotions. So if people are angry or if they're like really stressed out, she can kind of get a sense of what is making them feel that way. And uh, I don't want to spoil it, but she can also do some other cool things with the, with the power that I just would have never thought, um, you know, I would have never thought of if you gave me that prompt and told me to write a story. So um, absolutely love that game. And the other big thing is that your decisions really matter and the decisions aren't black and white, good or bad. Like they're pretty unique and reasonable decisions where like, if you were put in a situation, like I can see myself a lot of times in a lot of cases, choosing any of the options that they gave me. So that's definitely one of my favorites of the last year, Life is Strange True Colors. I don't know if it's still on Game Pass, but it is. If it is, Ooh. go check it out. If it's not, uh, go buy it anyway, because it is really, really good. I've never gotten into Life is Strange. I've always wanted to, and I've seen a little yeah. bit of people's uh, you know gameplay playthroughs, but it's just never you know been. I've never been super compelled to to get into it. Yeah, like even for me, like I never played through the first one. Like I have it, but mm-hmm. I only played like a little bit in the like through the first chapter. And I was just like, oh, I'll just give this one a genuine try. And I would say like this one, if it's on Game Pass or whatever, it's broken up into like episodes or chapters, so it makes it really easy easy to digest. Mm-hmm. I would say there's a pretty big cliffhanger or or ending like in, within the first one to two. One of the three chapters, I, I might be after the first chapter, there's a pretty big ending, which immediately hooked me. And I was like, okay, yeah, we got to see how this shit plays out. Gotcha, gotcha. Damn, okay. I'm a, yeah, it's still on Game Pass right now. Doesn't look like the first two games on there, but hey. you know, They're is, all unrelated. They're all unrelated. So that's well, maybe I'll have to go ahead and slide through for, for True Colors sometime. Yes, sir. Um, next up on my list, I'm going to talk about a uh, little ditty from EA, Lost in Random. 
Ooh, is, uh, do you play this? I played Lost in Random. Well, that came out last year, didn't it? Oh, oh no, no, no. I'm thinking out. I'm thinking of a different game. I'm thinking of Lost in Play. But Lost in Random, okay. Lost okay. in Play. What the heck? That's is an that? indie game. <laughs> That's an indie game. Oh, I'm 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 just briefly looking at this. This looks like some sort of Oh, like what's the animation style on this one? Almost like a Disney Disney Plus. <laughs> Phineas Ferb or Phineas and Ferb style animation. It's like it could be good. But anyways, Lost in anyway. Random. <laughs> <laughs> uh game that came out. Let me try and get the release date really quickly. It did come out in 2021. This one was kind of on my list for a minute. Um, based off of the trailers that I um, had seen for it, the gameplay was uh, really innovative in the sense that it was kind of a, um, what's the best way to describe it? A, a combination of a deck builder mixed with a hack and slash mixed with, uh, you know, a little, there were a little bit of like luck elements to it. Hence, you know, mm-hmm. being called lost in random. The whole, like I guess plot behind it you're in this world called random and it's been like years and years since this evil queen had taken over and everybody in one of like the six like countries or cities or whatever um kind of had like an assigned role that they were supposed to um you know do for the rest of their entire lives and Mm -hmm. you a small little child from like the the poorest little nation had like an older sister who gets kidnapped by the queen because the queen is trying to like you know mold her and turn her into um i don't know some type of uh like warrior or assistant for you know for evil blah 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 so you as a you know small young girl find the this magical talking dice and you go on this adventure you go on this adventure fighting through all the kingdoms finding your way to the queen and then eventually getting your sister back um, kind of on some uh, Anna and Elsa type shit from from Frozen in a way. Okay, um, we were trying to get your sister back. Um, I thought it was, you know, story wise, was very kitty. Um, I think you know you can also kind of tell that based off of the art style. It looks very. It literally looks like Tim Burton himself made this game. Um, mm-hmm. The the art style is just you know completely in his style really. Um, and from a gameplay perspective, I thought it was, you know, super innovative and I thought it was super fun to play through. I think that, you know, some of the, it kind of falls in that close to the same category as like cult of the lamb where they kind of threw a wide net in terms of some gameplay. Obviously we, there's no like strategy um, in terms of like, you know, management of uh, you know, like a cult or something, but just mm-hmm. the fact that they're like different little gameplay elements different uh elements from various genres of games i think mm-hmm. was super cool to experience but it does make it a bit weaker than it could be you know what i mean okay same way as a uh, cult of the lamb is that one you would tell people like oh put this on your list get around to trying this or is it like you could yeah i think it's a must try mm-hmm. um it, it is but it, it's hard to say that for 100 certain though just because of the fact that it takes a while to kind of get out of like the starting area. You got to give it like a good college try to the point where, you know, you're kind of really starting to unlock abilities and, you know, have a little bit more freedom, um, which I know some people might not want to do if it's going to require like two plus hours to get to that point. So I I, I think it is a must try. Definitely not a must play all the way through. I think if you, you know, tried it for a bit, decided you didn't like, you didn't vibe with the gameplay or the story was just too kitty for you. Then, mm-hmm. you know that's perfectly fair but I, I think it'll be something that people should take a look at and i think it's 
still on Game Pass? Probably, since it's uh, an EA yeah, game. Probably, so I think it's yeah. A, yeah, part of that EA play thing. It's got a 9 out of 10 on Steam, which is crazy. Okay. okay. I, don't know how, I don't know how it's rated like that from Google <laughs> to Steam. Yeah, they do it weird. That's some weird stuff. Weird. Very weird. Very weird. But yeah, go ahead and um, check it out. So on my side... Uh, I have some honorable mentions games that, you know, people pretty much know about um, games that we don't, we've talked about and, and, you know, quite a lot on the show. Returnal, we've talked about Returnal quite a bit, but mm. I didn't beat it until 2022. So shout out to that one. Nice. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We've also nice. kind of talked about our feelings on that one. Um, and I have like, I guess, like a couple more games. Another game that you've talked about on the show, Disc Room. I played last year, Disc really Room. enjoyed Excellent. it and, and beat it. So that was a good one. Um, Death Stranding, another game we've both been playing. We've talked about mm-hmm. quite a bit on the show. I just hopped um, back on Death Stranding. Actually. Okay, okay. So I got to get to get the prepared. End. I'm trying to get prepared for DS2. The ending is worth it, I will say. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know if worth it is right because you could just watch the cutscenes and still be straight. But. Dang. The ending is good. The okay. ending is fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I got two more games here. Uh, one I want to talk about, What Remains of Edith Finch. Mm. Uh, another one that I think was about to leave Game Pass or something. And I was like, all right. This one is like a cult classic that I hear people reference all the time. And I was like, I got to see like why people keep talking about this game. The premise is essentially, it's kind of like a walking simulator where it's like you're kind of walking through and, and and there's not a lot of action or anything going on. But the idea is like you are this this kid. Either I think uh, it might be Edith Finch. Her name is Edith Finch. And you're basically going back to your family home. And there's, like your family has like this Finch curse where everybody in your family ends up like dying in different ways. Um, and like, as you go back to your home, you basically just go through the progressions of your family tree. And this is a huge ass family tree. And you basically go through each like person in the family and kind of learn their story and learn what, you know, basically ended up killing them. And it was super interesting. Like basically every time you explore a new family member, there's a new game mechanic or like mini game associated with that. So a lot of times you'll get different art styles, you'll get different game mechanics and stuff. And you also get some pretty good storytelling, uh, a lot of dark, dark moments, a lot of fun, lighthearted, funny moments and stuff. So it's, it's a mixed bag. It's a great, uh, similar to before your eyes where it's like just a really, really creative way of telling a story and, you know, leveraging the fact that you are, that you are playing a video game to make uh, storytelling interesting. So I will say it was well worth the hype, well worth the, the cult, cult praise that it often gets. So what remains of Edith Finch, I would highly recommend. Nice. I told myself I was going to play it before I left game pass and play it yourself. I play myself. I still, I actually still have it downloaded on my uh, on my PC right now, and it's just. But it you don't got me. access on it. I don't have access to it. It just mocks <laughs> me. It looks at me and says, "Hey, bro, remember you're supposed to play me way back when, right before Game clown. Pass." I'm a clown. I know. I know. Um, next up for me, I got two as well. Um, 
another game we've talked an extensive amount about plague tale innocence Mm-hmm. Um, played it for the first time in 2022 in preparation for Plague Tale Requiem. You know, we got a little bit of a theme going here, bro. Whenever mm-hmm. there's people coming around, you I gotta might get ready. Be, I gotta get ready. So I know you had you played it before me. Mm-hmm. Yes, you played it before me. You told me it was pretty solid, so I had to go ahead and hop through it. Had a great time playing as uh, you know, getting to meet Amicia and Hugo, learning about their story, learning about you know. What is going on? What is their uh, tie and relationship to the Black Plague that was, you know, plaguing Europe at the time? Overall, thought it was a very solid game. You know, it felt like high level double uh, A game. You know, I don't think it's considered a triple A title. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think people can. Yeah, no, no. no. So it's a high level double A game. Definitely in the same. I put it in the same ballpark as like Sinua's, uh Sacrifice, Hellblades, and you know, sacrifice. Um, mm-hmm. just for being like a very well polished, uh, really good looking, um, double A game. And yeah, I'm glad I got a chance to play through it this this past year. Honestly, I was surprised. I was about to, actually, I was about to say I was surprised that I hadn't played it earlier, but I, I just wasn't. I was asleep, bro. I think it was it a uh, Xbox exclusive. I don't remember. Yeah, I, it was Xbox uh, exclusive. I, honestly, I don't remember either. I don't think it was. Okay. Or maybe, maybe I, there was like it came out on Xbox first for a minute. I don't remember. Tale Innocence. Um, maybe it did. I, I feel like I remember associating this with Xbox. And at the time, you know, I wasn't a sheep yet. You know, mm-hmm. I hadn't uh, fully subscribed to the um, Game Pass uh, theology. through. I haven't subscribed to that religion yet. So, uh but now I'm on it, obviously. So yeah, get a uh, Plague Tale Innocence, and then it leads right into a Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, I think it. I forgot what the gap is in between that, but you still need to get on it, my man. I'm telling you. I know. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. That's what you said about Ghost of Tsushima, though. I, I did get around to it and haven't finished it, but I'll I'll get around to that too. Mm-mm. Um, my last game is a game that I finished recently. I know you were also playing it. Uh, what lies in the multiverse? Mm. Um, this game came out in 2021. I'm oh, pretty sure. Okay. Um, and I found out about it, you know, while making videos on my YouTube channel. And I really liked it. I really liked it was kind of like my perfect like tone of humor for this kind of like pixel arty, like, you know, side scrolling platformer type game. I love like the jokes that they were telling. Um, comedic timing for a video game was kind of pretty pretty solid and it was a pretty solid puzzle game i felt like the puzzles for the most part hit a nice balance between not being overly difficult but also being um you know not super baby easy um and yeah i I mean it was just kind of one of those games where i started playing i was like yeah i kind of really like this i just kept playing until i beat it um so Personally, I would recommend it. I thought it was great. Um, I don't think it's like the most unbelievable game. It's not going to blow anybody away or change their perception of this type of genre, but I liked it. I don't mean to shit on you here, but this game came out in 2022, sir. No, 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 no. It got released on pl- some platforms in 2022, oh, okay. but I think it came out on it came out on something in okay. 2021. Okay, so you're 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 messing with I'm, loopholes here. Okay. I'm researched, bro. You researched. All right, gee, my fault. I didn't mean to come. <laughs> I, I, you know, when you come, what is what is a, uh, the saying? When, when you, you come, come at, at the king, king, you better not miss. 
Better not miss. You better aim for the crown. I don't fucking know. Yes, Something sir. like that. You you missed all of it though. Regardless yeah, of what it is, I you, missed you the I it. missed the saying. I missed the, <laughs> the coming at the king. You know all types of shit. Um, my last game, gunk, bro. The gunk. Whoa. I played that one. Um, also in 2022. I think it came out like at the end of 2021. Um, solid little game. I, I but. I thought it was solid, but it wasn't too special. And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of what I um, mentioned earlier around the time that we originally talked about the gunk. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you're on this, you're, you you play as like a space scrapper, like a salvager, you and your uh, sibling partner or whatever, I don't know. Um, and you land on this planet and you find out there's all sorts of wonky little things going on at this planet. There's this gunk that is affecting all of the uh, life on the planet, killing everything. So you start sucking the gunk up, cleaning up the planet, and you kind of get involved in this like uh, little story, this quest um, in order to unravel the mysteries behind the gunk. I thought it was, you know, I think I was in it for most of the time, but then as once we started to get to the end of the story, I was, I was kind of over the whole gunk mechanic. I was kind of over the whole story as a whole not not to say it's I'm, you know i know i'm kind of shitting on it here it's not a bad game i just think mm. for me personally i did start to get bored by the time we got to the end of it however i do think for those who want to try something new try the gun it is definitely one of those games i think this is a must try even above what was the other game i said was a must try lost in play lost in random lost. Lost lost random. Random. <laughs> it's definitely it's above lost in random in terms of a must try because i think it is mm. easily more more easily accessible to your, you mm. know, to your average uh, gamer, just because it's like, you know, regular ass gameplay, basically. Interesting. I thought I played a little bit of gunk. I thought that game was mid as hell. Like this is like, Damn. in my opinion, I thought like when we talk about an average game, I thought this was about as average as you can get. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. There, was, there really wasn't any like i don't remember encountering like any bad mechanics or anything necessarily but it was also just like man i don't really care about this story this mechanic is pretty straightforward eh, i can you know i'm i'm all right and that's that was one that i do not feel bad about not going back to but um i definitely can see it hitting either way like you could play it and be like oh this is pretty interesting and i can see you seeing it through or kind of ending up like me either way facts now, before we head out here, I'm curious, do you have any games that are like in the backlog that mm. you're like this year, 2023, you know, you know, barring any baby, any, any baby duties, this is what I want to try and get to. I think I would like to get to, um, Sifu at some mm, point. Yeah. You know, that's a 2021 release. Um, 2022, 20. 20- Oh yeah, 2022 release that I never actually pulled the trigger on. Um, so I think Sifu is definitely in the cards for 2023. Other than that, you know, every year, uh, every time a new year passes, I keep saying I'm going to head back to um, Disco Elysium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've even got it downloaded. I say I'm going to head back to Transistor because I never finished that one. Mm, um, and the Walking Dead franchise, finishing that up finally. <laughs> Not fair um, enough. Fair only enough. have the last two games. That, that's all okay. I need to to wrap up there. So we will see how how it goes. I think those are the big ticket items for me. 
Um, just I'm mm-hmm. just giving a quick glance over to my uh, my Steam list right now. My Steam games. Mm-hmm. I I do want to say I want to give one semi negative shout out oh, to no. Roller Drone, a 2022 title. You played it? I've I've been playing it and Uh-oh. it's Say not it for me. So. It, it's just oh. not for me, bro. And I unfortunately paid. Uh, let the time run up too much on it, so I wasn't able to get a refund. I was oh, gonna Lord. refund it on Steam. So what's the minimum? Two. Oh, like what's the max? The max two, is hours? two hours. And I it was like two point five when I noticed. Mm. And like I remember one day I like had gotten up from my computer, went to go do something while I left it open. So oh, if I didn't, no. <laughs> I didn't do that. That was before I realized that I didn't want to continue playing it. I tried even playing it a little bit earlier today, and it's just like. I don't know if I'm into the whole like skating, like skateboarding, like, you know, going through half pipes and shit. That aspect is not for me anymore. I guess I'm, it kind of gives me a little warning when it comes to wasting time on a skate when that inevitably yeah. comes. Um, so, hey, I think it, I think it's good. I think a lot of people would like this, but it's just not for me personally. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um. Just like you, Sifu is going to be on my list. That's definitely mm-hmm. one I want to try out. Um, other than that, I kind of just want to go back to games I've already like started. 100% Disco Elysium. Uh, I definitely plan to play Hitman 3 uh, Ooh, a bit yeah. more over the next coming months. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I have a strong feeling I'll probably be finding some indie games You know, as I make cha- videos for the YouTube channel over the next couple months that... I decide, hey, I, I want to give this a try. That's been out for a while, but nothing super pressing that I got to play besides Sifu. And I Disco Elysium is pretty high on the list. Disco Elysium, Sifu, and Hitman. And, and Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> okay, I'll finish it. I'll finish it. The problem with Ghost is like I'm too like OCD about the map where i'm like oh i gotta do this quest gotta do this quest gotta figure out this gotta do this it's so, just like just do it it's just it's too much bro <laughs> it's too much mm-hmm. they got me running all over the place we're hitting these damn question marks but Mm-mm-mm. anyways i think that's it i think we can leave a little bit early here um so you can uh go and enjoy your night thank you i appreciate that I'll enjoy my night as well. So thank I'll thank myself as well. All right. Oh. So <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit questions to the show, just join the Discord. That's pretty much the best way to do it. You can also hit the head up the website. Regardless of what you want to do, all the links will be in the uh, description of this episode, like I said at the top. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co host, Arsen Harris Pax, Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch, and Arsen Lakba on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks. <laughs>